Can we get started now? Okay. Yeah. Alright. Um, three, two, one. Good evening, everyone. Welcome back to our podcast. This is episode seven. I mean, episode four. Sorry about that. My name is Xavier, your main host, mm-hmm. and I am with my two co-hosts, Albert and Zach. Today, we have our two guest stars, Shandana and Tabitha. And Hello. today, we will be talking about social transition to tolerate the LGBTQ community. And um, so, uh, how are you guys doing, Tabitha and Dana? I'm feeling great. It's a little late. It's 8 p.m., but I'm feeling great. A little late, yeah. Yeah, I just How about you, cooked dinner before. I just cooked dinner. Uh, it is I feel great. The late, late podcast. It is. Um, yeah, it's called the late, late night podcast. Well, um, since it's getting pretty late, let's uh, let's start pretty slow, so you know, we can all uh, go in the same pace and just sort of like relax a bit. Mm-hmm. And um, okay, let's get this started. Uh, so for all of you who don't know what LGBTQ is, and uh, just in case. The LGBTQ community is a community where uh, straight people are not included. Uh, basically, lesbians, gays, bisexuals, transgenders, and queers in specific. And uh, the current condition of uh, this community in the modern uh, era is rather controversial. It depends on which perspective we perceive. Some do tolerate it and some do, in fact, uh, disregard their views. And so... Our point in this podcast is to discuss the causes, the history, and also why are they being treated this way, and also further information regarding social transition in general. And um, to begin, let's let's discuss the understanding of the the transition process. So, um, mostly, how do you guys think uh, they, you know, try to make other people tolerate the community like peaceful protest or you know can you like um describe or like you know just talk about methods you think that you are familiar of uh Tabitha, you want to go first uh sure okay um from my own personal experience especially on the internet i've seen a lot of campaigns online it comes in different forms. It can be from videos and just simple posts on Instagram, just advocating for the rights of the LGBT community. And I think that's one of the most common ways that people are trying to, you know, encourage the culture. Mm. So what does Chandana think about this? So in my opinion, the most effective way to have such a transition is through education. So nobody is born with hatred. Hatred is taught. So if um, people from a young age are taught that some people are, some people feel love differently than them, where like um, a love between a man and a woman isn't the only love that exists in this world. Teaching this towards uh, children, especially those coming and originating from backgrounds that may be close-minded, would especially help this tra- just transition. Mm-hmm. Uh, interesting. I, I so, can agree with that a lot. Yeah. It's based on the mindset, I think. Mindset of how they grew up, mindset of how they are taught by their parents or guardians. I think that may, plays a very essential role in how they perceive this whole concept of LGBTQ. Yes, sir. Yeah. It's pretty sure that uh, once psychology, like their mental body, is like constructed by this by the society they grow up to, so it's how people influence them and like as a whole, which makes them how they think and how they accept certain knowledges. You know, uh, Zach, you have anything to say about this, or do you want to add uh, something, perhaps? Well, yeah, I think I do agree that with Shandana. You know. Hatred is something that's thought. And um, this is especially true when you're an adolescent, when you know nothing about the world and the only source of information that you get about the world, about your environment is from your parents. So if you're taught to hate this person or hate this aspect of the world, then you hate it. And that could be very, very dangerous when um, that parent is not, is closed-minded, you know, with the knowledge that they have. Yes, and uh, what about uh, Tabitha's 
idea the, the the you know idea of spreading these awareness uh you know claims through social media and stuff like that i think that it is effective too because i mean who doesn't use social media in the 21st century i'm pretty sure everyone here has an instagram account am i right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah of course and, and i think that although education can be the main way to actually uh, educate people uh i can't guarantee that all countries will be applying mm, right. these mm. yeah, yeah. topics to their schools so i think a way that people can just educate themselves is through the internet so again it's similar to my experience because growing up i never knew anything about the community except mm. uh, for the fact that i should be hating on them uh, but it all turned around when i you know when i explored the internet so i think mm. it's also a pretty important aspect I, I I agree. Um, yeah, I I used to. Uh, I'll admit I, because um, uh, before I went on the internet, I I saw gay people as something as uh, weird, because it, it was, I did not I didn't I didn't hate them. It's just that uh, to me, uh, as a seventh grader, it it felt weird mm-hmm. that uh, a yeah. man and a man or a woman and a woman would uh, love each other. Like I thought that was not the norm. But like yeah, I got on the internet. I I read, started reading forums, started reading how people feel, and I, and I yeah, the, the internet is is a great way to open, open like uh, up, up even block people up to more knowledge on yeah, yeah. see other people's perspectives yeah 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 especially how education in certain countries well in most countries it's uh they need to undergo this process with the government where uh the government should like you know filter which knowledge and which uh, topics should be discussed and taught and which shouldn't. And sometimes they try to, you know, manipulate you to a certain extent that they make you think this way. So you tend to hate uh, certain community, communities more just because mm-hmm. of what they teach you. Propaganda, yeah. It's, it's yeah, lovely. propaganda. <laughs> Anyways, um, so... How possible is it, anyways, to you know just just try to make society as a whole accept these people? Since personally, I believe that everyone is uh, human, and all humans are equal in every way, and therefore they shall re- receive uh, an equal amount of rights, and they should be treated the same regardless of their sexuality, their ethnicity, whatever. And um, how do you guys think? It- is it possible, like, to, you know, form a revolution to like normalize this culture? Uh, if you don't mind, I'll, I'll go first. So <laughs> I, I'd say it very much is possible, but it takes time. Like in the in the right. U.S., how hatred towards African American people that was a very prominent thing. They were separated and they were seen as like lesser beings in the faces of the white people. Mm. And like, uh. So basically, it would take time because the people in power during that time, they had that hatred for black people. But as they got older and the people coming into power were more open-minded, then the rules towards these black people were changed. Changed and they were slowly released until at one point they were almost on par. Maybe, okay, on par isn't the best word to say right now, but like at least they're able to live in harmony. Yeah. So like just like what you said, how some governments they may want to alter education to to a certain extent where like it's it it makes students like uh, hate the LGBT community. But after a while, when the next generation comes, those people in power will retire, will slowly fade, and people who are more op- even more open-minded will take their place. Maybe they support LGBT, and that way education can maybe slowly implement a sort of support for the LGBT. So I'd say it very much is possible, but it will take time. It will take a lot of time. Mm. Do you think you agree with this statement, Tabitha? Yeah, I have to say, yeah, me too, I agree with that. Because I see a trend in our generation. Uh, I think uh, the younger... We, uh, the the pe- people are. I think 
it uh because of sorry because we are exposed to the internet i think uh it's easier for us to have an open mind and actually listen to different side of stories and mm. i have to admit it 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 will take time just like donna said because um there are so people in power right now that you know that uh use their power to, to their own advantage and you know alter the course of you know like how things are now but slowly uh these positions will change and our generation and the millennials will take over so i think that we still have like several years until you know we actually normalize this of course i mean back then like if you compare uh let's say half a century ago after world war 2 let's say um yeah lgbt isn't a popular you know culture back then and unlike right now where you have two controversial sides back then it's a no no for uh, most of the world like they they have not understand the whole uh concept of lgbt and right now you see that there are a lot of uh, very powerful movements performed by uh, very many countries as well and so powerful that the government actually you know listened for once and there you have it mm. like some countries have tolerated these uh, yeah these sexual preferences mm. all right yeah. yeah i mean yeah it, it takes time you know kind like change takes time it's like i think i think uh, what we're saying here is that some governments are like who we are at grade 7 you know we find lgbt weird or something that is outside the norm weird until we explore their about their perspective and you know we explore the internet and we gain more perspectives i think i'm not sure if the government's doing that but pro- probably they should be doing that i don't know maybe yeah of course i mean the internet is a primary you know element in the 21st yeah. century and it and it is a main role of how uh, lgbt has grown its popularity and you know supports mm-hmm. currently mm-hmm. yeah tapi tapi i think yeah i think the one of the main possible solutions that we can you know strive for or hope for is that the government can legalize some some of the law regarding you know you know to be open minded like for example for example a same sex marriage for example right um cuz i think some people don't care i mean like they don't change their views because apa their views does not uh, affect them directly you know this is this is i'm going to get off topic a bit but this is the same probably the same concept as uh plastic bags uh plastic bags like in china um i mean in hong kong people are using plastic bags 24/7 you know like the norm, the average person to use a plastic bag is seven plastic bags per day and then the hong kong people are like okay we should reduce this because this is affecting the environment um so they made a plan they made a plan um to tax these plastic bags so that the common people can have you know punishments so that the the action of having any plastic bags affect them directly because even though we know even though some people know that uh, throwing away plastic bags is a harm does harm to the environment they still don't do it because some people need it because you know it doesn't affect them directly you know yeah but like <laughs> yeah i think in, in this concept i mean very interesting yeah i mean the government has power but i don't think you can tax uh, people who <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't yeah, yeah. support lgbt <laughs> this just come out of the blue okay yeah <laughs> okay um just, albert maybe you have an opinion i mean yeah just to add on to this whole time i think it will definitely take some time because uh, the whole uh, idea of government not accepting uh, lgbtq also is also because not just because they're close-minded or not open-minded or just because they don't understand it is also related to like religion like let's say um uh, in some certain religions lgbtq is not you know it's not proper it's not considered a proper thing to do 
And maybe in some relig religious countries, it's harder to accept that fact and it's harder to tolerate that fact. And I think mm. it, it will definitely take a lot of time. And I don't know if it's possible or not, but I, I don't know, man. Let, uh, uh, let, yeah. time, let time tell, I think. Yeah. Let time, time is tell. <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, let me clarify. We shouldn't tax people for, I don't know, offending. <laughs> Obviously <laughs> not. <laughs> Although it will make the difference, but I don't think we should do that because it... that, that's, that's a very aggressive <laughs> type of move, right there. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah but uh, re regardless how, of how you know fast this movement is actually moving, there are still uh, serious cases of you know uh, LGBT members being attacked and. Uh, you know, uh, discriminated online and also in the real world. And uh, Albert, you want to talk about this? Maybe take over? Yeah, maybe, like, I'll start off with the physical attacks on LGBTQ members. So one one story, this was uh, about Eden. And if you do not know who Eden is, Eden Estrada, Eden Estrada is. Well, she is a transgender YouTuber, YouTube star. And one day, basically, Eden and her... Two, and two of her friends basically went out for, you know, basic night, uh, girls' night out, just, you know, have fun. And as they finish their night and they are on the way to their house, I mean, on their way going back home, as they were waiting for their Uber to pull up, uh, a man spotted them. A man spotted them on the, side, on the sidewalks. And out of nowhere, for no reason, this man decided to taunt the trio and decided to like beat them up, like literally beat them up with like no 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 resistance at all. And so basically, uh, he the the man also came with uh, I think one or two of his friends as well. And basically, they just beat Eden and her friends up, and they ended up robbing them as well. And even though these these transgender uh, these transgender YouTube stars. Uh, you know, called out for help. Nobody actually wanted to help them. And this rises up my question, like, do you think, what is, what do you think is the main reason or the main, you know, the main goal that this man, why, why did this man out of, out of nowhere decided to beat them up? And is it related to like, because they are the member of LGBTQ? So what do you guys think on that? You want to go first, Dana? Oh, no, you can go first. Okay. Um, I think uh, the, mm, the biggest thing that I can think of right now is probably hate and just the feeling of repulsiveness towards the, you know, trans community, especially trans women. Uh, I feel like assault uh, physically or emotionally, every, like any type of abuse and assault, it happens a lot to them. Um, and the thing about them being LGBTQ, do you mean like they're like they have internalized homophobia that they actually take it out on others? What do you mean? Albert? Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. I mean like uh, what what do you, what do you think, Zach, on this one? What happened basically? What do you think? Wait, wait can I clarify something? So, um, you said in the kaya, on the final sentence that you said about the case, does anyone call nine one one? No, people. Uh, no. People, people just uh, recorded the incident, and basically, oh. no no help was uh, hmm. done to them. Okay. I think this goes beyond kind of just simple hate. I think there's also like a psychological effect. You know the bystander effect? Bystander effect? Oh, Zach, no, I was no. just about to talk about the bystander effect, man. Uh, okay, okay, Dana, you want to talk about it? <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe Dana can elaborate more about that. So, um, of course, the, the men who attacked uh, them, that was, of course, driven by hate. But the, one, the people who just stared... It could be a mix between either they didn't help because the victims were trans or they were all suffering from the bystander effect. I would say <laughs> suffer, but they were undergoing the bystander effect. 
Mm-hmm. It's when, uh, so the bystander effect is when a tragedy happens right before your eyes. But the only thing you can do is stop and stare or mm-hmm. take out your phone and record. But you feel frozen right. in that moment. Like, yeah, you, might, you might hear people screaming like help or whatever, but the bystander effects, it, it makes people like frozen. It makes them stop and just stare. Right. At the incident. Yeah. 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 And the reason why is because they thought someone else already called the police, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they thought someone is already taking the responsibility. Well, if, uh, I mean, if you guys were in that situation and you guys saw that in front of your very eyes, what would you do? But, uh, like imagine you imagine your parents were there or imagine your family was there and people like oh. look at you, judge you. Would you help them? I mean, I would help them. What what would you do? Okay, you yeah. By this bystander effect thing. Well, in my my you know my in my hopes and dreams, I would I I would help them. You know, definitely one percent. But yeah, when I'm when I'm with my friend, I mean, when with my when I'm with my family with my parents. I would assume that they already called the police, nah, <laughs> you know, nah. so probably I'm going <laughs> to suffer the bystander effect, <laughs> nah, you know, so probably. I think, yeah, I think bystander I, effects really, you know, really affects people on how they uh, perceive these people. I mean, LGBTQ people, because they don't want people like judging them. If you, if yeah. You know what I mean. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I see. Yeah. The bystander effect exists, but I think at that moment it was enhanced because like when and they got the knowledge that the people being attacked were trans, they might have thought like, oh, I can't help them. What if I end up on the news? I saved a bunch of trans people. Yeah, it might have gone through their heads. Hence the yeah. pause. <laughs> yeah, especially when you're like with your family who are, who are like against LGBT and then like, yeah. yeah, you're worried about being judged by your own loved yeah. ones, I guess. Yeah. You know, people who's, yeah, cared about you for a long time. <laughs> well, so yeah, it's very complicated. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Yeah, well, on the on the topic of hatred, one on the topic of hatred and how people judges you, and also on the topic of attacks towards the LGBTQ members, LGBTQ attacks also happen through social media. I mean, I'm we, I'm sure everyone has social media right now, uh, such as Instagram, and we all know different models in Instagram or different influencers in Instagram. Some of them. Uh, are LGBTQ members and I'm sure at least one like when they post something at least one or two comments they, there must be a hate comment whether they're, they're mocking them or they're bullying them you know different sorts of stuff and do you and this 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 you know catches my attention on why do these people hate them for being LGBTQ well, of course, one of them is, you know, they don't really know the concept of LGBTQ or they don't understand it. But my main question is, how do you compare the oppressors and victims' perspectives in this aspect? Maybe uh, Xavier has something to say? Uh, well, if you were to compare, I mean, the, uh, I believe that the oppressors do not fully understand the concept of uh, LGBTQ at first, or um, th- this is like, it involves the, you know, the aspect of personal hate as well. Like it, it involves how people are, like it, it involves the idea that people develop their, uh, their, their, their way of thinking from the society they grew up to. And this just leads them to, you know, hate LGBTQ regardless of what and then they also refuse to accept any other new knowledge which may uh, oppose their primary idea but like to speak on the behalf of uh, the LGBT members I think that well obviously they are humans and they do obviously most obviously consider themselves humans as well and um, so it's not just about who is different at this point, but it's about, you know, just being human in general. That's for me, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tabitha, you want to add something, Tabitha? Yeah, I think what the oppressors have on their mind when they're, you know, leaving really sensitive comments on 
post. I think they're just doing the right thing. That they're doing justice. <laughs> because, mm-hmm. you know, some people, you know, have uh, no reason to hate them at all, but just hate them. But, you know, some people are thought, thought that being LGBTQ is wrong. So, you know, I've met a lot of homophobic people that spread a lot of hate on their social media. And mm. their reason for it is to, you know, to revitalize the actual norms that the society had back then before it all turned into this really messed up thing they said, you know? So, mm. yeah, that's like one of the, you know, one of the things that they also have in mind when they say those things. Yeah. I think like they think that they are right, but you know, there's no such thing uh, of the correct answer in life, I think. And I think it's just a matter of, you know, being unique or being different doesn't that doesn't necessarily mean it's bad. And you know, this yeah. also connects to my next point and you know, uh, not just hate comments exist in Instagram, but also some comments that take the middle point such as oh um i'm neutral in lgbtq i mean i don't support it but i, I mean uh, i do not hate it but i do not support it uh some of my families and some of my close friends as well have this same mindset of you know i'm somewhere in the i'm somewhere in the middle i cannot this i cannot say that i fully support lgbtq or i cannot say that i hate them i'm i'm going to let them live but I'm not gonna, you know, bully them, bully them, or, or anything. So, do you, this is a question maybe for Dana. Uh, do you really think there's a middle point when it comes to, you know, supporting the LGBTQ members? Being in the middle for a lot of things is, is very. It's like uh, especially, uh, sorry, drifting up a little bit. The political spectrum. When people say they are centrist. Oftentimes, they are not a centrist. They lean at least towards the left or the right. No. So when people say they're in the middle, uh, I, I don't support LGBT, but I don't hate them. They usually have a little bit of bias towards either mm. side. So it's really hard. Uh, everyone feels it. It's very hard to be in the middle of a spectrum. Right, <laughs> like it, yeah. it could go both ways. That could just be how they feel themselves. That could be their own ideology, or they're hanging by a thread of their family. Like, right. It could be that they support, but their family or they're like haters. They 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 have hatred for the LGBT. Oh. Like they don't want to, yeah. So to instead of uh, uh, to avoid any conflict between the person and their family, they just tell he just tells everyone that like, oh, I'm I'm in the middle. So, do you do you think uh, you know the uh, their environment as well? Do you think it affects them uh, on on deciding that they're neutral? Like they're maybe they're scared by being judged. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Maybe from friends, from family, maybe even the school environment they go to. Yeah, I think yeah. many examples like this include such as you know the voting for president, you know. That's why people yeah, yeah. say do not do not vote do not, not do not not vote. At like you have to vote for one. You cannot just like let things be. I think I yeah. I, I really agree with that because you know there's no such thing as being in the middle. Uh, at the end of the day, I think you you will be biased in a certain in a certain side. And the this whole social media thing is oh, I think it's also related to how identity shapes. Uh, in how I, how we perceive other people's identity, and maybe Zach, do you have something to say about identity and L- and LGBTQ? Right. Okay. So right now we're in the notion that uh, LGBTQ is something that is you know outside the norm, like outside the the human spectrum that we've been taught you know all of our lives, not just us but other people outside this podcast. So I'm thinking that. Being LGBT or you know being one of them uh, takes guts. You know it takes guts to be out of the norm, to feel how you feel, you know, to embrace how you feel. Now I just want to ask whether embracing this feeling of being different relates to 
you know, creativity or it, it relates to um, their social diversity. What do you think, Tabitha, Shandana? Uh, do you get my question? Oh, okay. Can, uh, can you repeat the main the main point? Yes. Okay. Okay. So does does being LGBT enhance social diversity or uniqueness? That's basically what I'm asking. So definitely, because um, I guess this is the first century where there's an uproar in uh, LGBT. You know, mm. the past few thousand millennia. And the right. norm has been man and a woman, man and a woman. So, and to that fact, so now it's unique. So, of course, just like having other races, uh, like, uh, communicating and um, working with other races, that's uh, much more diverse than working with like right. one race. And then, so that mm. was, that was um, maybe last century. And now we can branch off to working with other sexualities. So yes, like um, uh, being yeah, able to communicate and yeah, being able to communicate and be friends with and maybe be a safe place for other sexualities is a form of diversity. Well, okay. I mean, yeah, but to an to an extent, well, social diversity, it like again, it matters on what we see, you know, like. Because uh, I'm pretty sure that if you tolerate more um, so uh, more sexual preferences in the LGBTQ community in general, and like this will obviously make it look you know more co colorful because there are more sexualities being uh, tolerated, and well, from this aspect, I guess you can say that it does increase social diversity, but <clears throat> but by this mindset, it also means that everyone is just human, regardless of, you know, like, do you have a way of thinking to say that everyone is just the, the same? Like, there's no need to differentiate anyone for any purpose, which means that everyone is the same. Therefore, it kind of reduces the idea that there is diversity. Do you guys agree? Mm, to an extent, I guess. <laughs> Tabitha, you, you want to say something? Okay. I, I don't think it's... Uh, it, I don't think it's inherently social diversity that you're decreasing by accepting the LGBTQ community. I think by what you're saying, like you said that uh, all humans will be the same, that you know, we'll all be the same if we tolerate yes. all sexualities and gender identities. I think mm. it just it enhanced the rights and like the, the, you know, like, uh, oh no, I don't know what's, um, perspective, I guess. It enhances yeah, perspectives. Yeah, it just allows the LGBTQ people to climb up through the, um, oh my God, guys, I'm sorry. It's mm. fine. Yo, just take your time. Fine. Take your time to be done. I feel like they're just trying to raise uh, LGBTQ people to have the same rights as their heterosexual peers. So it doesn't necessarily mean that we all will be the same in terms of social diversity, but I think that we, we're just gonna be the same uh, in terms of the amount of rights we have, the rights to live, mm. the rights to go to right. school, the rights to even, you know, just like express yourself. Mm. Yeah. Right yeah, I mean, yeah, You're, okay. So, I mean, social diversity uh, by definition means kaya, different, I guess, I guess kaya, different perspectives, not, not okay, I, we've used that uh, word a lot, but yeah, different perspectives or different ideas combined into one. So like, yeah, so yes, it does increase diversity, but um, I think what Xavier is saying is that kaya, essentially um, we are all the same you know we want the same things uh, we want we want to be loved and but what differentiates all of us is what we want you know what we love you know we love different things but we still want to reach that point where we accept love like 
but we embrace it to be free. I think that's what we are common in, but we yeah. are uncommon in, in kaya, apa kaya, how we approach it, you know? Yeah, just minor differences, but it still means that you are united as yeah. Yeah, being human. Our objectives is the same, basically, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, okay. see, I think I can. I, I have something to add to that. Uh, I think, uh, just I think, as long as you know, rights are still considered and they are not compensated or they're not being affected by this whole thing, I think uh, the whole idea of you know the LGBTQ concept. I think it can. I mean, I, I, it's there's no problem with it being you know being in this world. There's no problem with that. Uh, the problem with it is that some people, some people who are in that community, uh, their rights are taken away, such as you know the same-sex marriage, and in mm. some countries those those kind of marriages are not allowed, and I think it's more focused to how they are treated, not just how they are accepted, but also how they are going to be treated. Because I believe, uh, let's say like. Uh, this whole LGBTQ concept, you know, is being accepted worldwide. Of course, not everyone is going to accept it. I mean, one example, maybe uh, if we know, like, well, some people are just very principled on what they do. Basically, culture also affects them, such as, you know, maybe in the hip-hop culture, you know, have being straight, that's, that's just like what everybody thinks is the right one. I mean, one example of this is uh, an artist called Lil Nas X, and he came out be- as be- being gay, and he received a lot of hatred from other people. And I think uh, this is the main point of this whole thing: be- uh, how they how these people are treated is the main point. I mean, accepting it, accepting it, it's is- it's easy, but how they are going to be treated in the future and how their rights are going to be considered, I think that's the biggest. Uh, element that has to be taken care of. Do you guys agree with it, with me? Mm. Yeah, I, I I agree with the fact that like, no matter what the ideology, no matter what it is, there's always there's bound to be someone against it. All right. it, it it's it's near impossible to have a world with 100% tolerance, and that's <laughs> the fact that we have to live with. But the I, I guess a, a goal would be to take take away uh, those who are un, not, not tolerant or close-minded um, away from positions of power or like anywhere prominent like they may exist in social media or in communities you know spreading hate but as long as they're not anywhere prominent or they may not um, initiate anything too major in so in, in, in in the social world, it, it wouldn't be a problem. But yeah, the fact that they exist, yeah, it's just something we have to live with. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so this made me remember a quote from Morgan Freeman uh, about you know, racism. He said that in order to stop or prevent racism, we should all, as a collective, should stop talking about it. Now, I'm not sure if this applies to LGBTQ, you know, Kaya if this concept and the solution applies the same way, but I want to know what you think. Let's start with Tabitha. It's really odd that Morgan Freeman said that, but uh, okay, I'll just, I'll just try to draw a situation right now. So let's mm. just write this with what's happening right now in America and the rest of the world with mm. uh, the Black Lives Matter movement. So many innocent lives lives were taken away and imagine if all we do is just stop talking about it like 100 percent stop mm-hmm. talking about it on the, on the internet just stop talking about it news everything i mean in a sense there won't be any reason because we're not talking about it anymore but the problem's still there like it's it's like the elephant in the room you know it's like it's like there, but you don't want to talk about it. So right. I feel like he, you're just gonna avoid talking about it. You know, it's not gonna be gone. It's, it's still be, it's still there. Yeah. But you're just avoiding yeah. to have the conversation. 
yeah, you still feel the hate, but I guess uh, if you're not, if you choose not to talk about it, you're suppressing that hate, and then that uh, hate will grow, I, grow, 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 and then, and then until it's uncontrollable. Yes, then. <laughs> if I may, I don't think yeah. what Morgan Freeman meant was to like stop talking about it, like just suddenly shut off. What I think he means is that, um, I think what Morgan Freeman wants in this world is for us to live as humans and not as African-Americans and Caucasians right. and Chinese. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, what Morgan Freeman meant was as in to, to erase the idea, to not think about the idea of race just as a human. I don't think he meant like stop talking stop about, talking. about <laughs> yeah. racial problems. <laughs> but he meant like you, if, if we all unite under humanity without any um without any mention difference of, yeah, without any mention the difference of our race yeah. there would really be no racism but like of course that's yeah. only achievable if we yeah, uh, handle the problems right now which are occurring everywhere. yeah i think i think not talking about it or kind of perceiving people as different is an impossible task you know kind of, kind of, of course when you see someone different from you probably kind of, they have different um, skin color or they have different hairstyle, you're going to react differently, right? You're going to react impulsively. Yeah, so with that reaction, you're bound to talk about it and it's hard not to talk about it. So that's why I think it's very, it's an impossible task. Yeah. Yeah. And I I think it's also human nature to have Prejudice right. people. So, yes. I mean, I mean, I'll, uh, good for Morgan for, you know, that's, that's actually a really, it's a really good thing to think about, but it really is impossible with how humans think, you know? Right, it's human nature. Yeah, like what Dana said, like, uh, it's almost impossible to have 100% tolerance in this world because of human nature. I mean, Okay. Savi, you want to continue? Yeah. I mean, human nature. Well, I'm just going to say this. Well, it's out of context, but being corrupt and, you know, just hate. Like, hate is a very natural human thing, but it's just a matter of what we hate, you know? Like, that develops from what society we are taught. Again, like, it goes back to that aspect. Yeah. But hate, I think that it's just, it's, it's natural to hate, but it depends on what society guides us to. Do us, you know, um, possibly agree or yeah, I agree. do you have yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah, of course. I like it. Well, yeah, like, like one of you said, okay, hate is a, something that's taught. We're not born with it. It's yeah. being taught from us. Oh, yeah. Dana said that, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, yeah, I think this whole, the the mindset of people definitely needs to change. And just remember that just because it is different doesn't mean it's bad. Uh, I know that people have their own opinions and have their own views, but, you know, uh, I don't, it's not as long as it is not, you know, putting you on the danger zone or, or as long as the LGBTQ culture is not, you know, Giving is not endangering you or something. I think you know we all st- we are all, right. we are all still humans, and at the end of the day, I mean, it is how we treat other people is what is what gonna count. Mm. So I think yeah. I think my take on this whole situation thing. Right. Yeah. It's okay to hate something. Um, it's natural. If you hate hot sauce, you hate hot sauce. But as long as it doesn't affect you know other people, you know, it doesn't harm people. Or, yeah, it doesn't uh, violate their basic human rights because that is basically the fundamental fundamental thing that we need to have as to be a citizen. Exactly, yeah, like hot yeah. sauce, don't you? Never. You like hot sauce, right? You like hot sauce, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm holding a hot sauce right now, bro. Okay. Yeah, see, oh, nice. <laughs> That's why I'm thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I can see you. All right. 
So um, I guess that we have covered uh, like a lot of information already, like until this point. But um, yeah, hot sauce. <laughs> okay, it's an okay. out of topic. Okay. 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 Uh, let's uh go back to um, um, so maybe we can like provide solutions to, you know, back again. How can we um make society like not support but or and not hate, but you know, just um perhaps gain more understanding regarding uh, this whole LGBTQ uh condition and also like just to understand it in general, you know, like gain proper knowledge about it. And maybe they can develop their own opinions after they know. Do you guys have anything in mind to say? I mean, solutions? Yeah, solutions. Of course, we shouldn't tax people for hating. Yeah, no, something. I mean, like... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Just, just like um, thinking about uh, it, the cause of hate is the lack of knowledge of, about it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, if I, if think, I may... Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, Dana, oh, you sorry. go first. Uh, tolerance should not be forced. It should be taught. So, yeah, that's, that's, nice. that's, my, yeah, that's my problem <laughs> with uh, taxation of, like, <laughs> things. Like, yeah. If you force someone to pay money after they... <laughs> For example, they say something bad about the LGBT community. I think the hate, the hate will just grow. That man, that man or woman will hate the LGBT community even more if he has to pay after. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But like in another yeah. circumstance, if she like attends uh, community, if she goes to community centers to meet with the LGBT community face to face, or even you know she does some research. She teaches herself, or someone else teaches teaches her on, uh, on about the LGBT community. You know, maybe she can slowly, yeah, accept, like live. adapt. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Tabitha, maybe you have a last, you know, statement. Yeah, I think uh, it all comes back to what we talk about at first. Like Donna said, I think education is basically the most fundamental thing that we should uh, imply first because uh, again hate is not thought hate, hate, hate is thought I mean <laughs> so yeah. if we can prevent this you know this hate towards the community from an earlier age I think that could really tackle most problems but again most places mo- most cultures countries they still view the community as something obscene. So uh, we still have a long way to that, but I think advocating and educating people will do just right. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, of course, the you know solution is way ahead of us. Like about good days will come, but we should wait. But I think, I think the solution is right under our noses. You know, it's in the constitution. We have to one of the basic rights that humans have is to have free speech, you know, expression. Um, if they are, if they chose to be this way or they chose to, you know, marry the same sex, you know, we should allow that because it is their basic human rights. And I think the solution comes down to accepting it, like accept the constitution and the government has to follow that constitution. And yeah. <laughs> respect it and respect also yeah 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 mm-hmm. and anything albert yeah basically yeah, as, as i said before uh just tolerance i think and just understanding between as a society i mean we have the right to be different and it's just mm-hmm. a matter of people accepting it and how people treat it basically right. and just hope right. In the yeah, f- right let's just hope in the future right. if- we can get all along more together or more, you know, with less friction between people because, you know, at the end of the day, we're, still, we're all still humans. Yeah. Yeah. We're also humans. Yeah. Like we, if we hide something, if we hide a, a piece of ourselves, we're going to feel bad about it. We're going to be depressed, you know, but there's this very powerful quote, you know, I remember from an author, I think uh, she said that, 
the moment you hide something, a piece of yourself, is the moment where you're most vulnerable, you know? The moment where you're most not free. So I guess, yeah, I guess what parents can do uh, basically is probably they won't follow this because they're very controlling, but I think what they have to do is just to say to their children that, hey, I can be wrong and you, should, you shouldn't follow everything that I said and should, you should be open-minded about things. Now, I'm not sure if that's a realistic goal, but I'm open to criticism. <laughs> hmm. Okay, that's an interesting, interesting one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's it for <laughs> this episode. <laughs> no, okay. Uh, does the guest stars have anything to add Fi- before we final wrap words. up? Yeah, some final, final words, maybe. Um, I guess um, with how the world is right now, we're at home, COVID-19. <laughs> so, it's a pretty bad time. Right. But all I say is, I hope you're all staying positive and testing negative. Stay safe. And sir, yes, sir. I saw that. I saw the Moved one. <laughs> yeah. Moved one right there. <laughs> um yeah i think uh, uh the podcast has been very fruitful and yes. i think you yeah you really have to stand up for you know mm. the rights of everyone like you know everyone can express themselves you know unless it harms others then you know it's okay to be yourself so right. just know that of course yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah Okay. Yeah. Let's let's end it. All right. (laughs) Thank you guys for listening to our podcast. This is episode four with Shandana and uh, Tabitha. And uh, remember, guys, just accept our differences and maybe not, uh, you know, try to just remove the differences aside. Because, like what Morgan Freeman said, we shall live as humans and not as the differences we made from each other. And um, thank you, yeah. Tabitha and Shandana, for uh, con- contributing in our podcast. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's and see you next time, guys. <laughs>